0: Hey there, and welcome to this little bonus of the Naptown Scoop Show. This past weekend, the Oliver Wood trio played at the Ramstead, and we were lucky enough to be able to sit down with Oliver right before Soundjack. His other trio, the Wood Brothers, is one of my favorite bands, and their music is just like a fine wine. It's, it's just always getting better with age. I hope you enjoy the interview and even the little performance as well. Let's get to it. People that have not heard your music or hadn't been to a Wood Brothers show or Oliver Wood Trio show, how would you explain the experience?
1: Well, um, you're gonna get a lot of music. I like to describe it really loosely, so as not to, to uh, give anyone a preconceived notion. But it's definitely roots-based music. But it, I I try to keep it sort of experimental, um, and meaning it's a—it's not meant to fit into a genre, it's not meant to be just blues or... I, I think we co- sort of subconsciously try not to uh, make it feel like it's one genre. Um, and so, anyway, there's a lot of rootsy elements, there's uh, harmony singing, there's blues sounding stuff, gospel sounding stuff, country sounding stuff, even some jazz kind of stuff, so all sort of roots and American styles, but I just I feel like it's it's our own recipe of that of, with those ingredients and um so it's kind of like that. And in other interviews when I've heard you talk about your influences they're yeah. all over the board. Yeah. That that
0: song payday that you guys do mm-hmm. is uh Mississippi, Mississippi John Hurt. Yeah. 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 You don't normally hear about him too much and hear people covering his music.
1: Yeah, I mean he's definitely um a beloved character in the blues scene but he's not like a powerhouse uh, big name like a B.B. King or a a Robert Johnson or something like that. He's sort of a lesser known and maybe lesser appreciated but and more subtle and oftentimes what gets remembered is the stuff that's less subtle and um, having played with the Wood Brothers for years now and playing in larger venues um, you start to realize that you the subtlety from music kinda goes away when the scope gets bigger. And so, to come back and play at, uh, a smaller venue like this one is really special because you can be as subtle as you want because you have a captive audience, you have people that are in a close proximity and they can hear you whisper or you can just go down to nothing. and um, So, you know, most of the venues that our, our heroes are playing in, uh, by the time they're heroes, are big, noisy venues where uh, where usually the subtlety goes out of it. So so somebody like Mississippi John Hurt is a great example of somebody you just had to sit and be a captive listener. So to do songs like that is uh, it's really special and you feel like you're carrying it on, carrying on from some sort of tradition, yet you do have the license to uh, make it your own or do, you know, give your own tri- treatment to it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I've seen you play in in clubs that are really really noisy that are you know really suited for, for rock and roll music. Yeah. And then you guys are playing at the Kennedy Center tomorrow night. Yeah. And and this venue right here at the Ramset is we're sitting down sometimes you see people having their drinks and everything but yeah. but the captive audience how do you appreciate that experience as opposed to a a big live show when you're
1: well, the the captive audience gives you the luxury of being subtle and and knowing that every little thing you do is going to be heard. Um, it may be a, li- a little different in that you don't get as quite as much energy back from the audience, at least during the music. Um, so it's a completely different feeling than if you're in a room full of people that are dancing and they're right up in your face and uh, and you're in a, there's a big sweaty group of people and you can it's more visceral, your connection is more visceral in a, in a rowdy rock club and it's a little more subtle in here yet after the song if people are plotting and they're excited and they're not leaving then you're, you're making a, a, con- a connection as well. So, sure. It's, just a different, it's, a, it's a different kind, it's subtle.
0: Yeah, I was so excited to, to listen to your album and see where you went uh, with this new trio. And I I love all the tracks on it, Soul of This Town is a favorite. How would you describe this album as compared to the stuff that you were doing with the Wood Brothers? Do you feel like there's a a different
1: element to your writing? Uh, A little bit. I'm collaborating with a lot of the same people. John Ricks was on most of the the album and um, he's also with us in the Wood Brothers. And um, it was a chance to to collaborate with a few other people too which I normally don't get to do So that was the idea that ooh, let's try some new stuff some new recipes but it's definitely in the vein of the wood brothers because uh, uh, you know same voice same guitar playing so there's it, it certainly overlaps um, but it kind of has to do with the chemistry of the other people that you bring in because the collaborate collaborative part of it is the is the exciting part, and when you're sort of married with a band and most of the time that's your full-time thing and you have a family at home, you don't get a lot of time or energy to do stuff with other people and that's basically what the quarantine afforded me to do, it's just like, oh, i got a few minutes, I've always wanted to do something with this guy and this guy however, I'm very comfortable and haven't found a better collaborator yet than John O'Ricks or Ted Pecchio over here, who I've got, so so bringing them in to the mix made made sense too. Um, so it's just kind of a new mix, but uh, same vibes generally. You know?
0: Yeah. And you play the guitar and sing. Mm-hmm. Ted plays the bass and sings. Yep. Uh, can you run down the list of what Jono does?
1: Jono <laughs> is our salsa teacher. He teaches us salsa <laughs> lessons. Um, he's our fitness guru. And if we had any uh, smarts we do as he did but we it's hard to keep up with him uh, but Jono is, was hired by the Wood Brothers first off as an amazing drummer and then finding out that he could sing like a bird and he could also play keyboards as well as he could play drums uh, was a bonus and so now um, he's just sort of evolved into this one man uh, two guys as one uh, Back here and behind me is this this kit with a keyboard on it. It's just kind of one giant instrument that he plays. So he plays keyboards and drums often simultaneously, um, and uh, of course singing. So it's all we have a lot of fun singing together, the three of us. And uh, John also plays percussion on his instrument, the sitar, which is uh, which he plays with the Wood Brothers as well, which is a converted uh, guitar that become a, a percussion instrument. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well. Can we hear a little bit uh, music from you guys? Yeah, before uh... let's do it. We'll yeah. make
1: a little noise. We'll do a little warm up for you. So this is a uh, song by Sister Rosetta Thark oh, up, up above my head.
2: Up above my head. I really do believe, I really do believe. I really do believe, I really do believe there's a joy somewhere it's up above my head, up above my head. I hear singing everywhere, I really do believe, really do believe. I really do believe.
0: So much for being here. Thanks for having us. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate and, uh, it.